0: to podcast about video games i'm Nora. i'm joined by molly hi and M.
1: video games video games, video games. we play that's
2: right
3: you know it
1: i do i do know it that's all i've been doing
3: that's <laughs> all you've been doing <laughs> tell us about that
1: uh okay sure um <laughs> <laughs> I had to separate how many games I was bringing to any of the three game clubs going to be on in the next three weeks. Um, and so yeah, really you really signed get, yourself
3: up for a lot.
1: Um, it was fine. I'm done with all of them. It's great. uh most of them are pretty short. Um, you get Fate Extra, the first one I'm going to talk about. Sorry, Nora. Me and Molly need to talk about Fate for a Let's minute. Let's go. <laughs> fate look, Extra look, is Tight I'm just setting
0: the clock. And like eight ten minutes from now, it'll enter the Conan zone of the podcast, so it's fine. Take your time. I got a whole
1: other game to talk about, Fedex. <laughs> anyway, uh, I play Fedexer. That's a PSP uh, RPG that came out in 2010 in Japan, um, in which you are playing a a new type of Grail War that takes place in like a, a computer simulation. Sick.
3: Um, okay.
1: Where they get 128 students in this like fake high school simulation and every seven days they fight like they're randomly assigned someone to fight against and they fight and then it whittles them down half and whoever wins the huge 128 person tournament after seven or eight weeks is declared the winner Gets the holy grail so Grail
3: war battle royale yes okay
1: um but also like it's a persona because it's about like how you spend your days at the school you're running around in sure um And mostly means you do some activities after school, like talk to, see some events in the school. You never go anywhere that isn't the school. And then you go into the dungeon um, and every week you do two floors of the dungeon and you usually go into a floor like two or three times. And being a PSP game, you just kind of grind it out. The thing that matters here is that um, its vision of what fate is, is like this weird AU where... The great, Like, the, the Fate Stay Night Grail War seemingly took place and then inspired this, com- this computer system to do something like it, but the whole universe is, like, slightly askew because in this universe, the magicians, like, realized that the moon was a source of magic. It was, like, a weird, like, crystal computer and thus commandeered space exploration in the middle of the 20th century. <laughs>
3: sure, man.
1: <laughs> to make sure no one could go to the moon and realize it was a giant computer that, that grants wishes.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, if Holy I found Grail? out. That's such a complicated question.
1: Uh, this Holy Grail is a crystal computer. Uh, the Holy oh, Grail okay. can be a lot of things.
3: Yeah, the Holy Grail is a lot of stuff.
1: <laughs> um, and, Let alone uh, what's
3: in the Holy Grail. Yeah. Uh, it's water, right? You drink it and then.
1: You know, no, you're
0: thinking indiana jones It's yeah not or, or the thinking... historical <laughs> holy
1: grail uh which is it's neither of those things
0: listen it's the historical king arthur so it's the historical yes, Holy Grail. but they specifically well,
1: call it the holy grail only because it is an object that manifests that grants wishes and thus the catholic church is like that must be the holy grail because that's the only thing we know that grants wishes like that um kotamini is very specifically in Fate's Unite being like it's not the grail in which like legend describes it but it is a holy grail by definition de facto what it does is the thing the holy grail mm. does that's why we call it that um anyway kotamini and sakura are both in this molly but they're not they're like computer programs so they're not they don't matter they're not uh, the same um but rin is in here as a hacker who's a super hacker who breaks into the simulation to try to win and that's get a so wish funny. and tear Ren down and fate the State S-
3: Knight has never used a computer
1: <laughs> no um But in here, she's definitely used a computer. And then you get to pull, you get to choose who your servant is. Uh, There's like three, you know, three characters you team up with. And there's Saber, who is, uh, everyone knows this. This is not a spoiler in the same way. It's uh, Nero, uh, the Emperor of Rome. She's great. She just looks like Saber, but she's red. She's who I picked. I think she's she's great.
3: Extremely just red Saber again.
1: Um, There's a caster who's like a Japanese fox girl. um, And she's really cool. I liked her quite a bit. Um, I went through after I finished the game. I turned on a bunch of cheats and like ran through a new game plus with her. And that was great. Um, and then there's Archer, normal ass Archer from Fate Stay Night. And you're like, oh, how is that Archer? even possible? Why is he here? Um, and I'm not going to talk about like his deal, like who Archer is, because that's like a big part of Fate Stay Night. But it's very yeah. funny seeing him in a situation where he just gets to kind of be the like hot big brother type to your main character because <laughs> he has no, there's no connection right, there's with no any connection of the plot. There. Yes. Right, that's- <laughs> shit dude <laughs> so uh his i watched a bunch of his stuff on youtube and it was pretty fun because he, he doesn't he doesn't have the thing where he's like actively trying to like kill one of the major characters <laughs> as right he's not a murderer at this point uh yeah. so he's just he's just there kind of being a himbo uh like a very stern himbo and it's great i love him yeah i love that for it's uh, a way better <laughs> it's a way better deal i don't know if i would say you should play this game because it's still like a 30 hour psp rpg but you should definitely watch some of it you like fate it's got good I stuff do like in
3: fate.
1: it nero's I, uh, really cool
3: is there like a psp emulator for like a pc because i don't have a psp yeah. i guess psspp
1: but... is what you want
3: okay yeah maybe I'll if you
1: have a vita one, but... that also can play psp games.
3: i do not
1: okay that's well, then... the
3: emulator that
0: i use to play dungeons and dragons tactics yeah that makes sense um,
1: but yeah um it is it is not like you know it's not a visual novel right so it's a lot more gameplay and the yeah. story is a little thinner but i do i do really like it i think it's a neat addition to fate um and you like fate a lot so
3: i do like fate a lot yet i still
1: have not started hollow Ataraxia. because i'm a fool it's fine sometimes you get tired of you know you need breaks don't be like me and play three nasu games like kind of in a row i'm yeah, tired like, of that man i mean and his honestly bullshit.
3: <laughs> four really is what you did but yeah
1: um yeah, a little, a little nasu'd out. Um, and then I also played Blue Reflection Second Light, um, which is a, yeah, What is uh, this? so this is a Gust, they're the people who make Atelier, um, RPG, uh, for, uh, Switch, and I think it's on Windows and PS4. Um, and this is the, this is like a Magical Girl RPG in which, um, this is the second one. I didn't play the first one because everyone's like, yeah, I need to play the first one. And you don't, um your main character just shows up at the school. That's like in a, in, it's not like a void, but it's basically a like an endless like field of water. And there's just a school here and you show up and um, there's some girls who are already there. And they're like, what are you doing here? And you're like, I don't know. I don't remember. I just was teleported here. And uh, everyone kind of lose, lost their memory. And you go into their dungeons and, uh, which are, like, reflections of their memories, and then they regain their memories, and they they all realize they were sent here because they all realize they were magical girls, and something bad happened, and they all showed up here as, like, a way to join forces and do something about it. Um, and so you oh, do okay. some dungeons. Um, it's a Gust game, so there's a lot of, like, gathering items in the dungeons and then crafting, like, your healing items and stuff. But mostly when you go back to school, you are uh spending time by like going on dates with the girls in which you walk to a location at the school and like kind of like uh social links but there's no wrong answers you just kind of hang out um and it's very like it is very yuri uh, parentheses not gay and then sometimes it is yuri (laughs) parentheses gay um yeah and uh it's pleasant it's very chill just a nice uh cool game uh i should i want to play the first one i think after this i liked it that much which is nice Nice. Um, it, does have okay. the, it does have the thing where, because it's a sequel to a game I didn't play, um, halfway, this is why I didn't want to talk about unreal mapping, because Jackson doesn't want to hear about this. Um, brief spoilers i guess for blue Reflection one some other some care the main character of blue a main group of blue Reflection one shows up like halfway in and like oh okay. we're here to help too and you're like what's your deal it's like well we we were fighting someone who wanted to like merge everyone to one soul and we, we we thought we fixed it but that didn't obviously we're here so something went wrong and i'm like oh the other JR- one of the other jrpg plots <laughs> which is not the one this game is the other one. was yeah. in that one yes there's only like six of them and it's very funny that they're just like, oh yeah, we we dealt with one of them and now we got to deal with this one. Maybe there'll be another one in the next game. Yeah, they're going to
3: they're just going to go rotate through all of them until everything is yes. solved. Yep. Uh yeah, uh, I guess I guess if you're a magical girl, you would stop the people from getting all souped up.
1: Yeah. I you know, I think the soup's fine.
3: <laughs> it, it seems okay. I don't know. I don't really feel a strong way about it.
1: I, I'm pro soup, I think.
3: If I the like world soup. gets souped, that's just how it is. Yeah, can it be like tortilla soup? No, it's definitely just people. It's just people. But can it taste like tortilla soup?
1: No, because no you're tasting. in the
3: soup and you don't taste anything anymore.
1: Yeah.
0: Damn. Well,
3: yeah, that's it's a, a whole thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um. But that's that's. I think that's it. I played some. I played Resident Evil Six. Molly, you played a little bit of that, right? I played a little bit of that. It's pretty good. I also I played fun. a
3: little bit of that.
1: It's. I, I wasn't the whole like, thing
3: super impressed by what i played uh i I played with luke this was like on a stream like four years ago or something yeah uh so maybe if i was playing single player i would like it more i don't know
1: yeah i don't know it's just a real dumb it's very silly yeah it seemed weird i don't know like it's like capcom making a naughty dog game in a lot of ways i found that kind of appealing sure but like it's about leon s kennedy World's the goofiest man.
3: World's goofiest it's, man and known secret service agent. Yeah, it's also about that other guy, Alex.
1: Uh, you mean Chris Redfield, or do you mean uh, the kid Jake of yeah, Wesker's Jake. kid?
3: Definitely, definitely Jake. Jake Wesker.
1: Uh, his he has a no. It's Jake something. I don't remember what it is. Um, Sully. Jake Sully. Sully. It's not Jake. <laughs> it's not Jake Sully.
0: Jake
3: Sully, son of
0: Wester. It is
1: Jake Mueller. Oh. Voiced by Troy Baker.
3: Of course. There's nobody else who voices people in games.
1: Yeah.
0: Not, not in the... Uh, 20. F- uh, I want to say 2013.
3: I have
1: no um, idea.
0: And I'm not going to look it up.
1: The best part of uh, Jake is everyone else has the combat knife because it's a Resident Evil game. Um, but Jake's melee is just bare hands. It's just a picture of his two hands. And that's pretty good.
3: See, that's pretty good. <laughs> Maybe I should have got to that dipshit. <laughs> it's, t- it's 2012. I was off by one. Yep. That's close enough. Yeah. Uh, Great.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's me.
3: Video games. Nora, do you want to talk about any video games? I, I know you do. a lot do. of video games. Yeah, I was going to say, you've played more <laughs> video games than anybody else I know. Somehow.
1: I played, I played a lot most, of video games.
3: <laughs> I played almost the whole
0: uh, classic branch of the Castlevania series. I've only I only missed a couple. Um, How did that I didn't go? play? Oh, it went really well. Castlevania, great fucking game.
1: One of the one of the greatest series.
0: Yeah, uh, I didn't play Simon's Quest because I'd played that just recently. But I played Castlevania three, Super Castlevania four. Uh, Bloodlines, Dracula X, the two Game Boy games, Adventure and, Dr- and Belmont's Revenge.
1: There are three Game Boy games?
0: Well, the oh, Legends sorry. is not on the collection.
1: Okay, yeah, uh, yeah. Fair enough.
0: Um, and I played. I basically played Circle of the Moon, except that I didn't f- finish fighting Dracula. And then I played like half of Harmony of Dissonance.
1: Okay. You're at the part where Egovania gets really good again, but if you continue on.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I've played all of these. Okay. Like, Circle of the Moon was the only Ego one that I hadn't played, and so I just played it to the end. It was like, this is not worth going through the trouble of fighting Dracula. It's, it's fine.
1: You um, should play Castlevania Chronicles.
0: That is on my shelf, and I was considering doing that.
1: It's good. I like that um, a lot.
0: The thing that I really like about the first few EGA games, and they kind of get rid of this by the time Aria comes out, the third one on the Game Boy, um, is that like Circle of the Moon especially does this. But you, start this is not EGA. Cir- to
1: be fair, he did not make that one.
0: Well, these types, yeah. Um, in Circle of the Moon, this is the the strongest example of this. You start out with essentially the same moveset as Castlevania One on yeah. the Nintendo. And then you gain relics that give you movement options to turn you into Alucard. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a fun little progression. And -hmm. then that kind of like melts away into the identity of the game. And then by the time you get to like, you know, Dawn of Sorrow, you can just do the slide from the start. Yeah. But uh, it's fun to, to watch your guy go from just like the strutting whip guy to like, oh, yeah, and I can run. I can do a little dash or a a tumble.
1: Mm -hmm. Harmony has a Simon mode where you just play as NES Simon Belmont. It's pretty fun.
0: Only in the boss rush mode.
1: Oh, okay. I just remember doing that and having a good time with it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's fun. Um, I think I ranked them at some point. My favorite, I think, was either Castlevania 1 or Bloodlines. Bloodlines is just really fun. Um, It's the Genesis one
2: uh
1: that's one of the few i've not played
0: it's cool you can also play as eric Lacard, who is an important character if you want to then play portrait of ruin or judgment important yeah in quotes for judgment but
1: i um i don't want to play those but i'm mean, portrait of ruins good i don't <laughs> judgment not on my interest list
2: <laughs> uh, i think oh, i
1: think uh, i tend uh, to go um chronicles castlevania 3 uh aria is my favorite games
0: i could yeah that makes sense i didn't like castlevania 3 nearly as much as you and jackson did but um i think it's like castlevania 1 bloodlines and uh if i'm gonna put a uh a, a later style metroidvania type it's probably dawn of sorrow dawn's good i like that
1: one a lot i um Uh, the touchscreen stuff in dawn and the like change in art style just were both very unappealing to me um yeah you can mod both those out now uh which is how i will play it if i ever played again i
0: hadn't considered that i had not considered uh just taking out the
1: terrible little anime and the draw the sigils on the bosses
3: yeah uh that sounds bad
1: Yeah, it was an early DS game, so they had to, like when you fight right, the boss, when you beat it, you have, to, you be it, you have to draw the seal, the seal symbol. Yeah, it's not very good because it's the only other, uh, the only use of the uh, the touchscreen in the game. Oh, it's sure. at the end of a boss fight, and if you don't do it fast enough, the boss regains a little bit of health.
2: No, uh,
3: <laughs> yeah. cannot imagine how um, tilted I would get on that? Por- Portrait
0: of Ruin is like the anniversary one, and so it's there's it's like... really
1: good. Portraits are good games. Guy, some of the best r- sprite work ever made.
0: It's got a bunch of bonus characters, which is yeah. also, also a thing I love about Castlevania games is getting the extra characters and stuff. Because, like, Portrait of Ruin, you play normally as Jonathan and Charlotte. But then you can swap them out for the two vampire sisters from that game where they mm-hmm. kind of play like Gradius guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um are shooting magic all over the place. And then there's, you can play as Richter and Maria from uh, Rondo of Blood. Yeah. Or you can play as just an axe armor.
1: God, I forgot about that.
0: It's good stuff. Um, so I played a lot of Castlevania games. I did not play Haunted Castle, Vampire Killer, or Rondo, or Chronicles. Those were the classic ones that I skipped. Rondo, because I've played that one a million times and I'm not interested in it anymore. Uh-huh. And the other three were just that they were just a little too far out of like convenience for me.
1: That's true. A uh, haunted, uh, castle and vampire killer. Are also just fucking hard and weird.
0: Yeah, I bet one of them is the MSX. Ver- I think vampire killer is the MSX version of Castlevania that came out the year after the original. Yeah. And then haunted castle is the arcade The arcade
1: version. version. Yeah. It's weird. Um, Uh, Chronicles, the easiest way is probably to just emulate the PlayStation version or just put it in the PlayStation version if you have it.
0: Yeah, I guess that is the same thing. It was on
1: PSN. Yeah, it lets you play the, (laughs) uh, the original, like, Sharp version or the arranged mode, which has different, like, level layout. Um, they're, they're pretty cool. It's just like a remake of one, but I think it's a really cool remake of one.
0: Yeah, um, Castlevania, Haunted Castle, Vampire Killer, Chronicles, and... There, and Super Castlevania 4 are all just the same, narratively yeah. the same uh, game.
1: I want to play Adventure Rebirth. That's the one missing <clears throat> that I'm like. That
0: was really good. That was really good.
1: Because I really dislike Castlevania the Adventure, but I think it, it's easily fixed. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's a totally different thing, obviously. Um, they they turn it in like a real normal Castlevania type yeah, thing. Yeah,
1: it looks cool. I just, I can, you know, it's a, it, that was a WiiWare game, if you don't know. So you can just download that on, play it on Dolphin at some point.
0: Yeah, I had Autumn install it and then I didn't get to it.
1: Okay. Yeah, I want to play with that.
0: So that's how I spent the rest of last month after uh, we recorded the Inquisition episode. Yeah, you kind of went ape shit. Kind of went ape. She kind of went vampire mode. <clears throat> I also played D and D. That's with an N, not an ampersand. Uh, re-released after a cease and desist from TSR as Dungeons of the Necromantic Domain. This is a, an old roguelike. It's very. It's the type of roguelike where it's like, oh, I died. You know, a minute in, and I took like four actions because uh, the numbers are just like that. So I didn't play a lot of that, but it was very fun to get, like, this version of it running. I found a way of maybe playing some older ones, um, some older roguelikes that are, like, on a Play-Doh network. But I have to, like, essentially, like, join uh, an entire, like, social network platform to gain access to this uh, this old computer.
3: There's no way this uh, is worth it.
2: <laughs> there's zero chance this is working. you it.
0: have you have to put like more information than you really want to into a form that then gets decided whether you're a bot or not so you have to like not your full address but like your city uh, and zip code no because because this is like they're they're trying to limit bots from accessing it and like they the if you're a student you can you get special access to it I'm
3: trying so. to steal your fucking identity
0: <laughs> I think it's just a bunch of old nerds
3: Um And then I got into Conan Exiles What is Conan it- Exiles Nora you've been playing it I've been seeing you post screenshots of it I don't know what kind of game it's it rust.
1: is Rust it's Rust
2: Oh
0: I don't know what Rust is but Conan Exiles is a survival game released in 2018 and uh, just like has slowly built up over the years because that's how these games work, I guess. Yeah, it is. Um, they just like keep trucking. Um, so there's like a million things in this game. You run around as your little guy and you, you know, collect resources from the environment to make things and you turn those things into bigger things and you make little crafting benches to make lots of different things. Um, and eventually, like you know get up to a point where you can start doing events and things in the world. It's like going into dungeons and fighting bosses. I accidentally ended up into a in a in a dungeon I didn't expect by drinking a strange potion and was teleported into a like like jungle dreamscape where I had to fight a bunch of hyenas. Because I, this is, like, a, a quest to learn the religious rites of a particular deity. And so you have to, like, defeat his three champions and then his, like, ultimate avatar. Uh, I got to the first boss of that dungeon and then fucking died because it was a huge panther. Oh, sure. I really wasn't supposed to be in there at all. I was very low level at the time. Right. Uh, but now I've solved the Riddle of Steel and I can, you know... Wait, what is the answer to the Riddle of Steel? It's brimstone and tar.
1: I I guess I don't understand what the Riddle of Steel was. I thought it was like a (laughs) mental state thing.
0: (laughs) No, it's the the crafting ingredients to make steel. Okay. (sighs) Because you get brimstone and tar, and you mix those in a fire cauldron, and you get what's called steel fire. And then if you put iron bars and steel fire into an improved furnace, it will turn them into... It will turn five iron bars and one steel fire into one bar of steel.
1: Look, I I haven't read Conan comics, but I watched Conan the Barbarian maybe like six times in my life, and I'm pretty sure The Riddle of Steel is meant to be a cone that, like, Conan reflects on to understand the, like, cruelty and beauty of the world in which he inhabits.
3: Uh... I don't remember. Actually, it's just about tar and brimstone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> then it's it like a crafting, <laughs> crafting recipe. It's very white.
3: <laughs> if Conan had figured it out sooner, he would have killed way more guys.
0: <laughs> uh, at least, it's. I, I, that might be true in, in other Conan properties. Yeah. Uh, I made steel, I did, I found a steel sword, so I didn't make a steel sword. I think I made a, a mace, because maces have really good armor penetration, and so I don't really feel like using swords, because most things that I have trouble killing just have lots of armor. So I'm just, like, running around beating the shit out of rhinoceroses with this metal <laughs> club. Uh, so that's great. Sure, man. <laughs> and also, like, you pick a deity at the start, and you can build your little altar, to that deity, and as you, like, sacrifice other gods, like, holy items at your altar to your god, you get an item called, like, a Manifestation of uh, Zeal, I think, or something like that. It's, like, a, a, an item in the inventory of the altar that you can't move, and once you get enough of them, you can cash that in to, like, upgrade the... the it's basically favor, and you get a bigger altar, and eventually um at the once you like fully upgrade your religious um structure you'll get like a unique weapon associated with your deity and you can like call upon an avatar of their uh, magic to like fight your enemies which in my case it's like a death god so she's like half skeleton um and she just spews a bunch of like poison gas everywhere sure that's cool. you can also pick Crom as your God, which means basically that you don't fuck with religion at all, because Crom is a silent God who doesn't help anybody.
3: Fair enough, I guess. But
0: if I kill the avatar of the guy that I in that dungeon and I eat his flesh, then I will learn the religion of that guy, and I can build
3: another altar to that guy if I want. Can you just be like in 20 religions or whatever? Or do you have to pick one? As long as you
0: don't piss off any of the gods that you're serving. Every god will accept prayers.
3: I'd be way more fickle than this.
0: (laughs) Personally. Molly is mono, parentheses, theistic. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, So that's really fun. And then I was like, what else is here? So I go into the Xbox store and I type in Conan, and I find Conan, the 2007 Xbox
3: video game. Oh, jeez. Uh, it's $5. It's on sale. It's $5. I didn't realize how far down this rabbit hole you had gone. I watched the
0: 2011 Conan the Barbarian movie.
3: So you're really month. way down there.
0: Uh, a movie which is terrible.
1: I saw that in a theater when it came out.
0: <laughs> I gave it twice the score you did on Letterboxd.
1: Did <laughs> uh, I, I give it one star? I remember all gonna all say, like, I gave it. I was going
0: to say, like, one star. <laughs> Uh Which is funny because Ron Perlman plays Conan's father in that movie and Ron Perlman voices Conan in this video game. Sure. And he does a really good job. It's a very fun little like very standard kind of God of War clone. Um. It's the type of like the right stick is your dodge button basically and you're unlocking combos. The funniest part of it so far was that after the first mission, you lose all your armor and all of your combos, and you just get Metroid-primed, and you have to, like, learn how to fight better again. But, um... Conan's cool. He just can pick up enemies' weapons and dual-wield or throw swords and shit.
3: It's a good I could time. do that. I could do that if there were weapons on the ground. Yeah, I bet you could. Yeah. Um... I think that's all the games I played. It's a lot of video games, Nora.
0: <clears throat> it is, and I'm gonna get back to Conan because it's a six-hour video game.
3: <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, I mostly played Xenoblade Chronicles three uh, for one trillion hours. Mm-hmm. I've um, been
1: told that game is not as long as you apparently turned it into.
3: <laughs> uh, people! I think people are lying to you. <laughs> Okay. No, I think people done that sooner. I did a bunch of the side stuff. I liked the people in that game. I wanted to do stuff, you know?
1: Yeah. No, not uh, fair enough.
3: Yeah, it, it doesn't I guess if I if you barrel through that game you could probably get it done pretty quick, although I don't know like what level wise you're gonna end up as uh and you're gonna miss out on a lot of like the classes and stuff.
1: Because
3: uh-huh. uh, 'cause they're not just part of the main story. Uh so you gotta, you know, go help people. Wait, there's like classes jobs. you don't even
1: get as part of the game?
3: As part of the main story, yeah.
1: Weird, okay. Yeah,
3: you go out of your way to find some of that stuff. Um, so, yeah, uh, cool game. I don't want to, like, talk too in-depth about it, because obviously it just came out, like, a month ago. Um, but it's neat. It's uh, There's, like, the connections to Xenoblade 1 and 2 are tenuous until they're not uh and then even then they don't matter that much
1: the true xeno Um, experience
3: (laughs) yeah like a friend was asking me like am i gonna like can i just play three if i wanted to and i was like yeah you just won't do like any leo pointing at the screen when something happens sometimes like it's not that big a deal
1: Um, um as someone who's just been told the plots of all the xeno games in the last month i think xenoblade chronicles 2 still sounds like the most interesting one to me
3: uh i haven't played one i like two a lot uh and i just beat three which i like a lot too though like the ending felt very strange um is about it just felt like it was kind of out of left field maybe a little bit rushed which you know it's the end of a video game that happens mm-hmm. um, but I was thinking about I was like man they moved the date up on this by like two months I wonder what happened <laughs> um so yeah cool game I like all those characters a lot um and it's the you know the most basic anime. Uh, the old people are grinding the young people to dust to stay alive forever, uh, which yeah. is true. Uh, and then I played Fortnite for the first <laughs> time, I guess. How did you like it? I won three games in a row. I don't know.
0: I won a bunch early on as well. I only picked it up because yeah. they added Mistborn to it that time. Um,
3: yeah, well, I was just kept seeing those videos of people getting command mad, and I thought it was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, so I did that to somebody. And you know what? It was really funny. So, uh, yeah, that game was cool. A, a bunch of people were like, you're just playing bots in the first few games. I'm like, I don't care. I was just curious it if that was
1: true. I thought maybe you would know or not.
3: I th- It felt so- like there, there were definitely some, but not
1: all. Okay.
3: Yeah. Uh, the, there were definitely, like, clear points where it was, like, clearly somebody else who was playing this video game. Um, because, uh, you know, the movement and, you know, actually getting shot. Uh, but yeah, what were you gonna say, Nora? Uh, I think those guns don't
0: feel very good, but I liked the game just fine.
3: They I, really? I thought they were fine.
0: Yeah, they just felt like, I guess, limp or something. It was not. Uh, granted, I I was coming off of Apex Legends at the time. Um, <laughs> yeah, they just they they just didn't feel right. But I had a good time playing with some friends.
3: Yeah, uh, it it seems neat. I might play more. We'll see. Um, it's also, I like Apex Legends a lot. This is, this is a known thing. Yeah, um, I've been
1: thinking about playing Apex again recently.
3: Yeah, but the thing is, I always want to have, like, two other people who want to play. Yeah. Uh, because I don't want to, like, try I so never so just well.
1: want to I just never want to do the organizational stuff, but if someone was like, hey, you want to play Apex, I could probably make it happen.
3: Okay, I'll probably message you at some point then, because I who have an update me and too. all that.
1: Okay, jeez.
3: Well, I, you two, I'm the really last
1: I, few I times do, I, do I had, th- I do think of <laughs> us three as the Apex squad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because you two biggest, are the ones I played Apex with the most.
0: <laughs> the biggest hurdle for me getting back into Apex is the
3: fact that they don't have cross-progression yet.
1: Yeah, like I just, thankfully uh, just started on the platform I'm playing on, thank God. You
3: say, so why don't you just keep playing on the PS4, Nora?
0: Well, I'd have to... Well, the PS4 is over here in front of me now, and it's not hooked up to the big TV.
3: Well, go hook it up to the big TV. It's not that hard. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't expect them to ever put in cross progression. It doesn't seem like something they, they're that interested in doing. They claim that it's on the on their to
0: do. I list. think
1: that might be a bigger problem with like Sony than it is a problem with them. Yeah, that's true.
3: Um. But yeah, the, I mean, the the main problem with Apex is that if you know, there's not two other people who want to play, like it's fine. But I hate playing with random people. Uh, yeah. And then like. If I'm going to play uh, a solo Battle Royale, like I guess that's what there is. Because I don't think... Does anybody still play uh, Battlegrounds? I have no idea. I doubt it. Uh, I don't know. I have no idea. I've and never then, touched
0: it because I never had a thing that could run it.
3: Yeah, and then um, I'm not going to play Call of Duty. That's just not going to happen. <laughs> it's not happening. Um,
1: what if you played the uh, Final Fantasy VII battle royale the mobile the mobile game (laughs) the mobile game on my phone (laughs) yeah
3: (laughs) molly known for hating mobile games on her phone (laughs) well i don't listen i don't try and play any of the 3d mobile games Where you know i'm not Mm -hmm. playing genshin impact on my
2: fucking phone i literally
1: was about to say i don't think i've ever heard molly talk about a mobile game which is the dumbest thing i could have (laughs) ever
2: said
1: (laughs) yeah it's like listen
3: i've been playing grand blue fantasy for too fucking long
1: you seem pretty normal about it, honestly. So Yeah,
3: it's pretty normal. I just, you know, I, I grind sometimes and I get the stuff. And then, like, once a year when they do the event that I'm good at, I do hmm. that. And otherwise, I don't play that much. I know some people who play way too much. Uh, and that's how I know that I can never go to that level. Because no thank you. Yeah. <laughs> that is too much of my life devoted to one shitty mobile game. That wants to steal all my money.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It seems like one of the better made ones of those. You could be in a fake grand order. You could be having a I real could, bad yeah, time. Yeah, I could be playing
3: way worse <laughs> games than Grand Blue Fantasy, uh, and like it's weird to see because Grand Blue Fantasy, like the the rare item rate goes up to like six percent twice a month or whatever, right? Uh, and seeing like fake grand orders like one percent always, like no exceptions. Is like man, I just can't imagine living that life. Same thing with uh, Genshin Impact. I think Genshin Impact is even lower than that. Uh, until you get like your pity draw, which is wild to me, but whatever. Uh, not not to like weigh the gambling <laughs> uh, mechanics of these games, but it is wild to like see what they do in comparison to each other and like yeah. what people are willing to deal with to play the game. Um. But yeah, that's, was there anything else I played? I picked up Strive again a little bit. I'm trying to remember how to play fighting games. Uh, but i am still been too scared to jump back in online to fight people. So I will fight oh. you. I'm
1: literally trying to learn Strive right now. Yeah, we, need to, we need to fight.
3: I
0: was playing Killer Instinct the other day. That was fun.
3: Oh, It's is not that the same on... kind of fighting. It. Is yeah. That? yeah, okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it's very different to the point that I'm not good at it, and I don't think I ever will be, even to the point of, like, the par- even to the point of, like, where I'm at with Street Fighter, where I'm like, in Street Fighter, I can like hold my own against like a friend. I'm I'm good with Bison enough to uh, like I can get some Ws. Sure. Uh, Killer Instinct is a game about combos, a thing that I don't do in fighting games because I prefer to just like hit and run and get you with one good attack and then back away and like poke at you again.
1: You need to play like um, Soul Calibur.
0: Hell yeah. Um,
1: Unfortunately, I think Soul Calibur is in a lull period right now until a new yeah, one comes things out. Yeah, I think it's kind of dead at the moment.
0: There, there's no good like crossover characters for them to pull, so they're waiting for uh, something to come up.
3: <laughs> All the other fighting games are doing the crossovers. And
1: they're going to right? have, have, have a Stranger Things character and the Mandalorian.
3: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> they've
0: already did Star Wars. Well, they did, they've done they, Star Wars did, multiple guess times. Guess what's still
1: popular? Star Wars, inexplicably.
0: <laughs> the... Uh, the funniest part of that to me is the fact that they didn't... They called him The Apprentice, because that's the time period that that star, Soul Caliber came out. Like, they didn't call him Starkiller.
3: Right. Wasn't Yoda in one of those, too? Yep. Yoda was on Xbox, because of green. Yeah, that's
1: right. the version I played. And then they were like, oh, you gotta pick the version, and then six months later, dump the other guy for, like, $4. And I was like, man, Yoda's way more annoying to play as than Darth Vader, but...
3: And then Link was on the GameCube version.
0: It,
1: that was right. Link, Spawn, and Heihachi, because Xbox That's didn't right. have anyone, so they got Spawn.
0: Right. <laughs> I haven't played that Soul Calibur with Darth Vader, but I did play, I think, as Darth Vader in Masters
3: of Terrace Kazi, which I rented from Blockbuster. Uh, we all rented Masters of
0: Terrace Kazi. I did
1: not. I, did not. I did not. I did not.
3: Have I told um, the story? We rented it and my younger sibling when we played it together got so mad at me they snapped the disc in half before we returned it to Blockbuster. Oh no.
1: Whoa.
3: <laughs> yeah. Damn. We were we were like kids at this mm. point.
1: I've never broken a game like that. Shit.
3: <laughs> yeah, it was very funny. Uh in retrospect anyway. It was horrifying at the time.
2: <laughs> um
3: Yeah. Uh anyway, that's all the video games I played, basically. I don't think I'm forgetting anything. I, played I think Power you're forgetting Watch one bit. What? No, Hypno I'm not! Space I'm Outlaw? going to go to Hypnospace Outlaw! <laughs> I did not I'm forget that I a played Hyp- <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing a transition!
0: I'm on, then. Go ahead. But, Molly, didn't you play Hypnospace Outlaw?
1: I did play Hypnospace Outlaw.
0: M, didn't you play Hypnospace Outlaw?
1: I did, like, a month ago.
3: Yeah, I was well, gonna say, I, I played play Hypnospace <laughs> Outlaw, too! I did
0: this
1: oh, the other hi- night. I didn't know Hypnospace Outlaw 2 was out already.
3: Ugh. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> No, but you can wish list it on Steam.
1: <laughs> you can wishlist it on Steam. Yeah, it looks like
3: a, it looks like, it looks like the same thing but a different thing. But that's not, you know.
1: Yeah. What? Whatever. There's what? a new HypnoSpace called Dream Settler. Hmm. I literally linked it to your door.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was
3: reacting to you saying it looked like the same thing but a different thing, which I don't know what that means. <laughs> it, it looks like another one of these games, but it's got different stuff going on. I don't know. Would, okay. What do you want from me?
1: In that uh, one, you're a P.I. and not a cop. That's what's important. Yeah, That sounds way more interesting, honestly. Yes, it does.
0: So Molly, tell me what Hypnospace outlines.
2: The future is you. Your passion. Your imagination. Your hard work. And now, with the help of Hypnospace, you have the tools and the make it a reality witness the dawning of a new world where sleep time is no longer downtime it's where the future is built a future built by you hypnospace
3: hypnospace outlaw is a video game set in the year 1999 Um, You play as a volunteer moderator for a new type of Internet called Hypnospace, uh, which is a um, little headband you wear at night. And while you are asleep, you can play around on the Internet um, instead of, you know, just sleeping, because obviously that's a waste of everybody's time. Uh, And you uh, help moderate the uh, the the Hypnospace and uh, like report copyright infringement and you know harassment and things like that um and eventually like you talk to some of the um excuse me some of the founders of the company and they uh end up being kind of pieces of shit some guy uh one of them is making a video game that kind of crashes everything um this takes place on like three different days in 1999 um yeah yeah, specifically, it's like November fifth and November twenty sixth, and then December thirty first. Um, and the major incident, like you do some like basic reporting stuff and like moderating during the first two. Um, on December thirty first, you go in and somebody is threatening to um, use the mind crash virus on uh, HypnoSpace and bring it all down. So you have to go and figure out what that's about. Um, but you find out that it's not actually. Uh, a virus it's just some kid who's trying to get a uh attention from his ex-girlfriend um but he notes that like i think he found something on the back end that like proves that hypnospace actually is kind of hurting people uh like the headbands are are causing people to get headaches and um other things it, it leads to like poor sleep and stuff like that that just kind of like continues to get worse um and after the new year uh when the new update is pushed out uh like I think it's seven people or fewer die. Four to six people. Four... Is it four to six? It's four to six. Minimum is four up to six. Yeah. Um, So the way that you can have a couple people not get killed is by getting them banned from hypnospace before uh, that incident happens. So there's one kid who's named Tim uh, who goes to jail for this because he's the one who put that uh, mine crash thing up. But the... um, the back half of the game is trying to figure out who is actually responsible for um, the deaths that happened because of the Hypnospace update, uh, which you find out it's the guy who was making the game, the the owner of Merchant Soft, or the main programmer, uh, whose name is Dylan Merchant. Um, and then he sends you a video game that has a little confessionary in it, uh, and it's a little underwhelming, but whatever. <laughs> Did- I
0: definitely misread where this ending was going and was kind of bummed uh, when I realized what it actually was. <laughs> because uh, well, How do you mean? Y- well, in the second chunk of the game where you are in the present day and your headband is sort of an archive of Hypnospace. Yeah. <clears throat> so you're like, you can try reporting things and it doesn't work because the ser- the other servers aren't there. But it still sends a notification to Dylan Merchant, who will email you and be like, wow, I can't believe this thing still works, kind of. Do you look... Your name sounds familiar. Did we chat back then?
3: Yes. Uh,
0: And he gets added to this group of people that is trying to, like, archive the hypnospace. and, And it's, like, got this kind of ominous vibe to it. And so... When he's like, "Ah, oh, you got me. Hey, I finished my game. I was like, oh, you're definitely going to kill me with a weird virus again. Right? <laughs> like this. He's just going to like. Try like even if he doesn't actually erase the, the evidence of what he's. What that I've uncovered? He's going to try and kill me with this evil computer program. And then it wasn't that it was a bunch of gumshoe goopers and
3: pizzas flying around in a void.
1: Um, Uh, I love this.
3: (laughs) Yeah, no, I, when I first played this, I loved it a lot, but when I replayed it. here's the thing,
1: um, what's this, Dylan is like Tim from MySpace, like, that's the character they're pulling from, and if you don't know who that is because you're, you know, under 27 or whatever and didn't have a MySpace, it's like, what if Patrick Klepek was Mark Zuckerberg? That's who this guy is. That's so true. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and so he, he's like, he's, he's like, functionally this, like gregarious but like inept ceo um who lucked into dot-com boom money and got away with hiding the fact that he murdered people because his game was so bad it killed people
3: (laughs) Um, it seems like it was the entire update for the thing but but it was primarily
1: because he was working on the game yeah, because um, he's like the bugs corrupted the entire system because the game was so bad. And 20 years later, realizing he sent a kid to jail, killed six, four to six people. In mine, it was six. I did not successfully ban anyone. Um, his, his solution is to admit fault by making the, the Kanye's dead mom game and sending it to <laughs> you to apologize to all the people who yeah. he killed. Which is, like, the fucking perfect encapsulation of CEO assholes. Yeah. I was, like, beside myself at how insipid his apology is, and then he just goes to jail, and he's probably gonna, like, be there for six months, because it was 20 years ago or whatever, and that's right. it. Nothing's gonna bad's gonna happen. I mean, yeah, he's still a rich man. nothing bad's gonna happen. He's still got money. But he's fine.
0: See, I had a couple more reactions as this is going, because, like, when you play the game that's finished, you're, like, a car chasing down other cars. It, the game is called Outlaw. This is where the title comes from yeah um and it said something about like obtaining file when i caught the different cars which is the text files that are like little eulogies for the people who died yes but i had a moment of is he like okay he's not gonna kill me with this thing is he like wiping the archive is he like deleting the evidence of shit no no it's it's just text file and then it's like catch me catch me and i have to catch the dylan car uh and I was like, okay, am I killing him with the evil virus?
1: No. No. And I'd say it's, just kind it's of, so much more pedestrian because he, <clears throat> he just gets to be a new age guy who's like, yeah, we were young and it was the 90s and we just didn't understand that we were doing these evil things. And that's the kind of the vibe everyone like this I feel like this game is very cynical about how people who grew up on the internet reflect on their time on the internet um almost universally as like you know, sometimes we hurt people, and sometimes we we learned bad things, but we were just the kids messing around in a world of possibility, and now we're older and wiser. And you look at the internet today, and you're like, no one is, no no, one is wiser. Nobody's
3: learned anything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, we're all older, I guess, but it's just worse. <laughs> yes, it's way worse now.
0: Yeah, I just had that, like, series of, like, okay, is this what this is going to be? And it wasn't. It was just exactly what it looks like it is. Mm-hmm
3: yeah it yeah they, they just played straight um the thing I love about this game is just it's mostly just about like remembering being in the year 1999 and playing like shitty flash games on like kids websites
1: yeah uh, I got I got AOL in 97 um and was just into it immediately just yeah. like that's I came from school and I would just be on the computer as long as my family would allow me to be on the computer. Um, right,
3: because you're tying up the phone line. I need to yeah, talk to people. So
1: this just fucking hit because this is the shit I grew up on, especially AOL in particular, which was like the way in which like the spaces are set up in Hypnospace is very much like AOL keyword like locations. Yes,
3: like you search like one word and pull up a, uh, yeah. people's pages and get to interact with them. Totally.
1: Yeah. Um. In fact, I remember like when we got rid of AOL and got cable, like just cable internet, like normal internet, like people have now. Um. It was like, "Oh, I, I lose access to all of the boards I was on because they were for AOL people." Yeah, like where's where's all my stuff? Where's where's the Lord of the Rings board where I argue about dumb shit in Tolkien works? <laughs> yeah, yeah it's I, I got go to the one ring.net. Damn.
0: I'm a few years younger than y'all, so this did not uh, hit in any way for me. I was going to
3: say like I was thinking about it after like we started playing I was like, "I don't think Nora's going to get any of this." But no.
0: The first website I hung out a lot on was GameFAQs, which is, I yeah, hung out on
1: GameFAQs a lot, to be yeah, fair. Yeah,
3: I, I spent a lot of time on Neo Seeker.
1: And not, within the time frame of this game, I think I was on GameFAQs. I think I was on GameFAQs in, like, 99, 2000-ish. That sounds right. I remember being on I'm, GameFAQs for... Was that GameFAQs? When did GameFAQs launch? Because I was on GameFAQs as early as 2002, I know for sure. I have no idea.
0: I was not allowed to to go on the boards for the most part sure. and for several years so i didn't actually game start facts launched me.
1: in 95 all right so i could have i was like i'm pretty sure when i played Final fantasy 9 i was looking at game facts because i got the guide and the guy was famously useless um and that was 90 that was 2000 <laughs> so yes that checks out yes
0: i i didn't start interacting with other people online until i was like 13 or 14 which would have been 2007 okay so, yeah just like a, yeah, that yeah, I was different. like
1: twelve for me but that was ninety seven so um
3: I just remember like living I lived in Arizona for like one year and that was like one of the earliest times my dad was learning how to use like uh Napster and having me download like <laughs> o speed wagon tracks for him
1: fuck yes Yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah dude.
2: my
0: my dad was always. Downloading shit, and I never thought about where it was came from or like how we got it. We just had binders full of DVDs that he had burned. Right. And I, I realized several years later that like, oh, he's he's using LimeWire. That's what that is, right? Yes, but I've Absolutely. never I never saw that program, but
3: I'd heard of it after the fact.
0: Yeah,
1: but yeah, I so
3: mean, so much about this game for me is just about the vibes.
1: Yeah, um, I remember when I got the internet specifically. When, when i went, not talking about AOL spaces, the first thing I found was like. I was really into like Dragon Ball Z and Sailor Moon, which are both famously shows that very fucked up United States releases. So I'd go into like the web rings and hear about Super Saiyan 4 and that there's like, you know, lesbians in season three of Sailor Moon, which we hadn't gotten. And they just seem like the wild, most wild shit in the world. And like going through web rings of anime in the late nineties that I'd never (laughs) see. And honestly, most of my haven't seen. It's just a weird space. And that's the thing that like this reminded me of, like, like, definitely, like, late 90s. Because by early, by the even the early aughts, I'm like, I'm hanging out on uh, new grounds and shit. And it's just a different vibe. Flash yeah. really, like, being able to watch video and, like, Flash really changed what the internet was. Yeah, totally.
3: Uh, so, yeah. The, the, I I love this game mostly just because, you know, you go look at somebody's page. Like, this lady <laughs> who has, like, all her kids drawing pictures of Gumshoe Gooper. Which is some fake uh, fish detective uh, it's like the f- the first thing you get assigned is to take down copyright infringement.
1: So this uh, so this is the thing that's like interesting to me. Uh, if you don't mind me interrupting for a bit. No, go ahead. Okay, so um, th- the plot itself we talked about, like it's, it is what it is. I thought it was kind of trite, but it's fine. Uh, I yeah. didn't hate it. But like, it's primarily looking at a fake version that's like very faith, mostly faithfully recreated of the late 90s internet. But the framework of how you interact with that as like a content policer is from the aughts <laughs> like no one was dmcaing <laughs> yes. shit in the 90s nobody
3: fucking cares <laughs> in the 90s right
1: but like the laws weren't even in place to do it is the thing yeah oh um, yeah they're,
3: they're talking about oh people are getting mad at us because you know so and so we have to pull all these images because yeah uh, and it's like no you didn't yeah it's it that <laughs> did not happen in the year 1999
1: the uh the m in dmca stands for millennial <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> and like it came in in 98, but it wasn't actually being enforced until like, you know, further in. Um even the like the uh the Napster um lawsuits aren't until like very what is that? 2000? Yeah, it's yeah, like 2001. 2000, yeah. And then the RAA uh, one is in 99. So like it's in this era, but like the there was no there was no umbrella corporation to t- there's no Facebook to take down your posts, which is functionally what Hypnospace is about. Right. Yeah. Yeah. hundred uh, percent. And so it's weird in that it like, it, this is meant to be nostalgia, but like the framework in which you uh, operate in the space just doesn't make sense unless you've experienced the internet after it, which is fine. Like, you know, this is a fake internet made for people who yeah, are old. Yeah. You know, it's, um, it's
3: an alternate universe where the, where tennis doesn't exist.
1: Yeah. Um. But it is funny seeing how accurately represented a lot of it is. And then, you just can't operate. There would be no video game if it was the way the internet was back then because there was no point to any of it. You would just like explore. it would just have been the document, right? It would have been yeah, the version that you get at, at the end of the game where you just get the archives of three different era snapshots and just poke around. Um, which honestly, I think would be fine, but I know that why that would, wouldn't blow up and you want to put a plot in it,
3: <laughs> right? Yes, no, pe- people would not be as interested in that thing,
1: yeah. Um, but uh that does mean that primarily it's just the archive of um like you go in and you find uh that lady who's like writing verses and like her like rap recordings then she's here in the 2000s she's a historian looking for like demo tapes of another guy and
3: that stuff's (laughs) really neat
1: that's the stuff that feels accurate to me of how people grew up online and the things they got into
3: you're trying to find this guy's flip-flop Uh, tapes
1: yeah pop tapes
3: you after you get um, you know
0: kicked off of the moderation team to go to the second state uh, yes come back and it's like oh cool punk is dead Cool something happened while you were gone cool punk is
1: dead so cool punk is so fascinating to me it's like my favorite thing in the game because cool punk is like someone made a music some music like riffing on a fake coca-cola jingle basically um like grabbed it off of an old old like commercial and made a song out of it and it really took off as like this underground movement um but then the company that owned the jingle wanted to make it a thing. Like they like immediately like brand it, which is like, again, kind of like more aughts internet than it is 90s internet, but they take yeah. off with this. Um, and because they now want to legitimize it, um, and it's like a force of youth culture, you get these like old burnt out rockers also trying to reclaim their glory because they're part of like like they're wh- like the main guy, um what's his face? Why is that Chowderman. guy's name? chowder man? Chowd- yeah, Chowderman like is contracted by The the hypnospace company. And so he's like, oh, if I make this work, even though I'm like, you know, falling apart, I'm like a VH1 behind the music thing about to happen. If I can grab onto Cool Punk's coattails, I can ride this into the fucking fake Lollapalooza they're about to have and become famous again. Um, but then of course during the during the actual like big <laughs> performance uh on, you know on the Mountain Dew uh, Warp Tour or whatever uh it's revealed that the main singer's lip syncing and the helicopter crashes onto the stage like cutting <laughs> off <Chowder laughs> Man's That's leg. Off his leg. <laughs> it's just a disaster <laughs> and it immediately kills the genre meat like dead. Dead as a dog shit.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so funny uh and that stuff watching that play out is really fun and good like that that to me like it's like arch uh but it it like watch like the first cool punk page you're like talking about it and there's links to like oh music publications are starting to pay attention to cool punk is very feels very real to me (laughs) watching it just implode instantly like a three-month span just here and gone it's so house it's the new witch house
3: (laughs) (laughs) um i like the submarine guy Oh yeah! Did you find the submarine guy, Nora? Did you? Uh, yeah. I don't think so. There's so you get an you get an email early on of, for a guy who's like, if I if I get two thousand hypno coin, I could charter this submarine and go find hidden treasure. Uh, and so you can give him like the last two hundred coins he needs, and he's like, oh, thank you so much. I want to do that. And then if you check on him during the next time, he's like, well, I couldn't afford any other people to be on the crew with me, so it's just me, and I'm gonna go out and find some stuff um and then in the third era you see his page he's like oh i I found treasure i'm gonna go out here here's the coordinates to where i'm going just in case i disappear and sure enough he disappears so there's one of the the last secret like archive thing you can do uh is get those coordinates to people so they can go find him uh it is very funny to me
1: i did not actually get the coordinates to have them find him that's interesting
3: yeah if you just go to like the december 31st page of his it's there
1: Mm -hmm. okay yeah um and then it's just like There's like, you know, teens falling in and out of love and posting about how they love, you know, a girlfriend and boyfriend. And now I hate their stinking guts and um, making web comics about how another kid sucks.
0: (laughs) And then like, oh, yes, it's true. This my girlfriend's page was fake. I made it. I didn't have a girlfriend.
1: But at the same time, like in the teen zone, there's like this really obnoxious, like church group kind of like counselor guy who has a page. And you find out that he's just being run by, like he's re- he's fake also, and it's just being run by the Hypnospace company. Um, oh, absolutely! It's, it's just a whole invention, like invention, to make their to not only make their things seem more secure, but be able to sell it as like an educational platform, despite the fact there's nothing educational. It's just to sell kids virtual pets.
3: Yeah, it's, they're just trying to give them the little guys. You have to feed them every day. Squisher,
1: squisher. They're really cool. <laughs> They are really. I that did. I did thing. immediately go track them all down. They're so much fun. Uh, I wanted so to get that. Sense. I to get that video.
3: You gotta have the video of the of the I, squishers rap. Yeah. How
0: many How many tombstones were on your desktop at the end of the game?
1: Um, uh,
3: from like virtual pets. Yeah, like not because I've
0: played this zero because I, did I
1: didn't yet. actually download a virtual pet until you needed it to progress the game. Because I remember yeah. downloading actual virtual pets in the '90s, and nope, not doing that again.
3: Yeah, no, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm not going through this. I remember the one time my mom downloaded Bonsai Buddy, and it took me an entire weekend to get rid of it. So yeah, Professor Helper, <laughs> Professor Helper.
3: Yeah, I I think a lot of the stuff is just really funny. Just just really um you know, like like you said it's it's like half odds internet, but like there's enough there that it's just fun to like look at somebody like Zane's fucking comics about how he's a cool guy who's going to go get uh double pistols
1: and shoot demons. But like even that is like that never would that version never went away. That, there's people making those comics now. Oh yeah, now. that's
3: still happening.
0: No, it's great. I love it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um
0: that's just on TikTok now instead Yeah, of, but like, like that
1: comics. stuff's also just like <laughs> that like Homestuck is just that and making fun of that and homaging that stuff also yeah, in the that's same true. way. Um But then there's stuff that like does basically go away because other tools exist. Like when you go into the the protest virtual world that they make, that's like a weird. Yeah, the
3: little flash game that they built inside but of it. But it's not
1: it's not a flash game, it's all just a JPEG with links. Like, yes, this would become a flash game in three years, but flash doesn't exist like on like in a way people can use yet. So it's not that. And it's really interesting to see it peg this perfect thing before it becomes a giant new grounds world or like Neopets proper. Right.
3: Yeah. And it's like one of the guys who works at Merchant Soft, and he's like, well, mm-hmm. these guys are my friends. So I guess I'll just go build this thing with them instead of doing the right thing. Or doing uh, the, the merchant soft thing.
1: I do think it's funny that they, like, took all of the weird niche interest subgroups and, like, ah, nerd shit, you go in the corner.
3: Yeah, you go over here. No, fuck <laughs> that. <laughs> you, you
1: guys are making us seem less cool, so... Uh, that is a quintessential 90s internet move to me. Yes. Don't worry, kids, you're all gonna get all the Funko Pops you want very soon.
3: There, yeah, you guys are gonna be <laughs> feasting. <laughs> the internet will be yours. Um... Yeah, I I just think this game is a lot of fun. I didn't expect it to turn into like a solving a murder mystery, even though it's like really obvious what happened
1: mm-hmm. um, the first time I, I mean, played. So it just I feel like it's guard. like it's like you know that that kid did not do it before it even happens, right? Like the yes, whole thing I, is like yeah, you're the one the person thing. who knows what's going on, just has to find proof. Um, yeah, well, the fun. they
3: you find that, and then the people like yeah. get killed, and it's like oh oh shit, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and then twenty years later, mm-hmm. uh, you, yeah, you got that set.
0: The 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 glitch happens. And then once you get the archive thing running, you find the page in the modern day. It's like, here's what happened, and then you're like, oh shit, people died. So
3: yeah, people died. Some kid went to jail for six years for nothing. Yeah, it's it's a bad scene.
0: I had one person I saved. I, I had five deaths online
1: Okay.
3: Yeah, I think that's but how I, mine went the first time, and this uh, this last time I just played, I just kind of was going through, so I didn't bother uh, banning anyone.
0: I forgot about banning after the first
3: time I did it. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, you got to report the people.
1: Well, the thing is, you have to ban that. You, you like, you can report them, and they still not get banned. Like, I got, I yes. got some people like, you know, temporary, oh, yeah. kicked, like
3: three day but, kickoff. Yeah. yeah, that's the funniest part to me is like when you're doing the Zane and Corey uh, mm-hmm. thing. Corey gets banned, but Zane doesn't. It's very yes. funny to me. Because Corey is, like, much lighter He's just like, man, this guy sucks And then Zane is, like, writing comics about murdering this child Yes uh, And he just gets like, yeah, you know, slap him on the wrist But you, you get out of here Zane is the Zane is the one that I inadvertently saved <laughs> Yep, well, yeah, because, you know, he's still doing the same shit he's, he's, like, 15, he's a shithead Yep, so
1: Yeah Um, I also just love all of the, like, JPEGs and sound effect, like songs and sound effects you can download and wallpapers. Oh, yeah,
3: just get all these can, wallpapers. You can
1: turn your desktop into a nightmare if you want.
3: I <laughs> it's so good. Didn't, well,
0: I, um... So my wallpaper, such as it was for the game, was six or seven overlapping pictures of Gumshoe Gooper. <laughs> oh, <Because> that's great. <laughs> I clicked the button a few times, not realizing that it would just paste it over the screen, and then I was like, "Well, fuck! How do I? What do I do now?" And so they just sat there uh, and slowly got covered by, you know, a um, a squishers on one side and then a oh, bunch of shit. I from bought, I bought the, f- pets. I bought the
1: flower pack, like the plant pack, and like arranged like a nice little garden as my desktop.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Mine was just a nightmare of just pictures of detect of, of gumshoe gooper covered in neopet <laughs> shit. Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: gumshoe as, gooper, dude. And, uh, there's even like, you can, there's a fake, like, um, win and there's a bunch of skins and you can like find new skins and stuff. And, um, it's neat. There, there's a, they released mod tools after this game originally came out. Yes. Um, and you can just like, people have done, there's not like, it's, it's not, you know, it's not Skyrim, right? But there's like a good amount of mods that add a bunch of content. There's like, there's like one that's like a piano program that you can do. There's one that's just like, here's a bunch of different pets. We added a bunch more pets with more pet mechanics. There's one that's like, here, we imported a bunch of old websites that are real websites into this framework. Um. There's one that's just, like, the blogs of the main character of uh, uh, the Silver Case, which is a famous grasshopper (laughs) manufacturer detective visual novel that takes place in the late 90s, writing his reflections in, like, as if he got a blog during the events of that. That's
0: so
3: good. Um, I've been been meaning to. uh, The other thing I really like is just, like, finding people's FTP. Uh, server yes. they're just
1: kind of like uploading stuff on the back end much like a real ftp i fucking hate navigating ftp oh it's a nightmare <laughs> it sucks <laughs> but but it was
3: like such a funny thing where you find out yes. like if you take their uh, little headband id and you search for it you can just kind of get in there and see what files they're uploading for other people to take
1: mm-hmm. i actually um, um i think that's the part where like the game part gets the most like not egregious i just don't like doing that stuff as much as like poking around people's websites
3: Yes, I think the part where you have to, like, start doing... You have to, like, get the little all-seeing eye thing and put yes. it over the web pages that was is so a little obnoxious. bit much. Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit much.
1: I understand you also, need a game there, but, uh, you know, people can play, like, NetHack or whatever.
3: Yeah. HackNet.
1: HackNet a- NetHack's a very different thing.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I had a moment, like, what? Um, there were a couple of moments I had to look up what to do, because mm. I was like, okay, what the fuck? One of them if was you- logging into... Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Logging into Minx. Mm -hmm. uh, Because I didn't realize you had to type in the whole... The username and the password. I thought you just put the password in. Yes. And so I got annoyed because I was like, I'm putting in the password. You asked for a password. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But you have to do username, question mark, password, L in one block. There was something... Oh, uh, to get to the secret freelance island... You have to scroll the page, which is a thing I never th- even thought about doing. So I never right. saw so the bird. Sure. Yeah,
3: so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you uh, search for Jay Tol, uh, Jay Tholen, uh, who is like the main guy who who helped make this, um, you get a page in there that has a bunch of hints on what to do next uh, throughout the game. Uh, There's also the hint page if you type in hint.
2: Yeah,
0: where you can spend Hypno Coins to unlock uh, uh, a series of hints that are grouped by like time period, and I need oh, to yeah, do X, Y, Z, mild, medium, or extreme hint and yeah. reveal those. That's,
1: that's um, pretty fun. Which uh, is Jay Tholen made Dropsy, which is a uh, before this, which is a 2015 adventure game about a. Kind of a creepy clown. I don't know. he's not he's actually pretty cute, um, but it's it, like <laughs> meant to trade on creepy clown vibes and it's like a no it's like a wordless adventure game that definitely is trading in the same like that hint system is straight out of adventure game people mm, and yeah. communities um and dropsy's a really good game. and I for some reason, literally last year I was like, what the dropsy, where'd he go? And <laughs> checks was like, we made hypnospace outlaw. I was like, "Fuck! I need to play that, yeah,
3: so well, I, I have yeah. Um yeah, I like this game a lot. I I just love soaking in it uh and just looking at people's pages. Uh it it just it, it, it's just nice, I think.
1: There's a there's a really good um Chip of Chip and Ironicus and Void of Giant Bomb doing a like a stream of this that's archived on YouTube of just them reflecting on the old internet as they poke around the game and talk about the things they like and the things that are weird about it and it's re- I watched like half of it. It was very good.
3: Yeah, um, that sounds like a good time.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm. Ac- I'm actually glad that I played it on Xbox because if I played this game using a mouse and keyboard, I would. I don't think I would have had as good a time just because, like, it's going, it's doing things I do normally, except that instead of like looking at weird shit about Dungeons and Dragons, I'm scrolling through fake websites, and I don't <laughs> sure. think I would have had like the as much fun with that as I did using the controller to do that. I That's did interesting. Use- because I would recommended use the keyboard, and I did end up needing that just at the end. But most of the game, I was fine with with how it was on the console. Okay, well that's I good. was surprised.
1: I like I literally the first thing I did was read the entire internet before I even like did my first case. I was like, well, I'm just going to spend an hour and a half reading these uh, these album reviews of albums that aren't yes, real. Yes,
2: absolutely.
0: <laughs> No, um, I, I I did not read a single word on that page.
3: I need <laughs> to know what Roddy thinks about this Minotaur Man comic.
1: Did you Did you not hang out on the the web developer who's a, who has like a whole wizard gimmick? I was like, oh, this is Peak Nora.
0: I did find the wizard, and I, that's another thing that was on my desktop is one of the dragons. Good,
3: <laughs> good.
2: Um, yeah, it's, it's just.
1: It's just an interesting vehicle in which to reflect online, but it does like kind of require you to have a, kind of live through it to like, I don't know. That's probably not true, but I I got a lot out of it remembering my old haunts online. Um, and that's yes. the thing that I really took from it.
3: Going home and uh, opening up macromedia.com or what the fuck <laughs> ever and playing shitty edutainment games.
1: I I learned how to code HTML so I could make an Angel Fire page about Laguna from Final Fantasy VIII.
3: That's fucking right. <laughs> <laughs> why wouldn't you
1: yeah exactly that's what that's what that's what i was doing in 1998 at like 13 14 years old yeah
3: uh yeah so i i don't know that i have like much more to say about like the the game itself i i have a lovely time playing this i love poking around and just looking at yeah. uh, people's weird pages the biker guy who just recently got divorced <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, no his just thought... wife had died did she die yeah, she died because the eulogy is. Oh right, about right, you're right. right yeah, I hope you're with your wife. No, you're right. Yeah, yeah. He's the guy typing in all caps. I just that's love all something. the boomers. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That's all. Those people they, just got they, filtered they,
1: into Facebook, and that's where they live now. It's that's really where weird. they live
3: now. Yeah, yeah. They don't. They don't make little pages that you know that's like HS True Patriot now.
1: Yeah, the part where like how ha- ha- literally when you first log in, half the internet is like. Just middle-aged people who got a computer and are like interested in technology and figuring it out, and those people just kind of got streamlined out of most people's experience of online. Um, mm. And somebody's like you know, there's people on YouTube I watch, and I know there's like some on TikTok. Like, there's still people doing this, but like the culture just hadn't settled yet in a way that's really interesting.
3: Yeah. Were you gonna say something, Nora?
1: No,
0: I, I have. A, I could segue into our next uh, talking point if you'd like.
3: Yeah. Yeah. If there's nothing else left, we can go to emails.
0: Uh unless you had a different yeah. talking point that wasn't emails I I forgot I forgot we asked for emails. So I was gonna <laughs> say some really cool shit like, Hey Molly, I really liked Hypnospace Outlaw, but there's not enough swords in it. What can I do? But instead, I will uh pull up emails. Yeah, we have like seven emails. We could do that.
1: Oh good. I forgot good.
0: about that whole like third of the podcast.
3: Yeah, we have a big chunk of that. We do that every month.
0: Yes. Uh, my phone is very slow, so you'll have to to bear with me. I will. I, I will
3: do the first one. Crystal sent us an email about um about Dragon Age Inquisition again. Right. Yes. Uh. The so cups. we can do that if you want. Um, but uh. I don't know if I want to do that to M.
1: You can talk about Dragon Inquisition. That's fine.
3: <laughs> okay. Sure. Uh, Crystal. Uh, sent us an email about uh, quote i want to give my pitch on why i think sarah is an interesting character <laughs> uh so the typical ingredients for a biowark opinion are the following one outwardly charismatic and cool in both appearance of dialogue uh representative of a particular ideology faction or race so that the player can form their judgments about it through their conversations with this character like vivian exists so you can express opinions about the circle um representing the above by being a unique deviation from the stereotype in a way that reinforces the stereotype uh for example Rex is presented as an exceptionally thoughtful and nuanced Krogan who teaches you the Krogan stereotype by complaining about the foolishness of other Krogan um or and in addition has some kind of main character flaw and eventually tells you about the trauma that led them to develop this thro- uh, this flaw and then gives you a loyalty mission to fix them um Garrus is probably the most successful execution of the above which is why everyone likes that guy uh, but the other person is Sarah. Um, in the world of the game, Sarah is very unlikable and annoying, and I would not want to be her friend. But zooming out to the level where I am a person observing a character, I think it's interesting that she totally breaks the above formula. Uh, she's not charismatic, has a bad haircut, speaks in an annoying way. She is not representative of the city elf stereotypes seen in the previous games, nor does she have a prepared essay about everything that is wrong with city elf culture. She's just some asshole with a bunch of idiosyncratic projections of her own insecurities. In the way that most people have, her dialogue doesn't act as a referendum on a particular group or ideology, and more importantly, you cannot fix her. Um... She says one of the most one of the best scenes in the game is talking to Sarah after going to the Temple of Methal while dating her. She's very dismissive and excited to gloat out how wrong elves were about anything, and she gets extremely defensive if you push back even a little bit, taking it as a personal attack that maybe we all just learned a bit, a bunch of important history at the temple. We needed to seriously think about it going forward. She refuses to budge at all, and will break up with you if you do not back down and concede that there was nothing important at the temple except for a bunch of demons and deluded elves. Uh, she never stops reveling in self-sabotage and impotence. She never wants to take on more responsibility or think of things from a new perspective and you can't inspire her to do so and trying only pisses her off. She's just a person you get to know and have to tolerate. Uh, BioWare made the bold and excellent move of representing the experience of having a really annoying coworker. worker uh, I guess, but she's still a really annoying co-worker, so <laughs> <laughs> That is true. Does not mean I like it.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm not... Fu- I don't... Arrested development voice. I don't care for
3: Sarah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, uh, yeah. No, I, like, you're totally right about all the things you said. I just don't think it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, do you want me to read the first Hypnospace email, Nora?
0: I can read it. I pulled it up. Okay. I, I, I managed it. Just checking. Alex writes in, "Hey Molly and Nora, thanks for picking this game because I needed an excuse to pick it up again, and I even finished it this time. Hypnospace is a really good workout of old internet muscles for me, and a good reminder that the internet has always been controlled by capital in ways I don't think about. I didn't think about at the time. Also, it's a good demonstration of why moderation tools can often be inadequate or harmful. Uh, what uh, are you thinking
3: of playing the sequel?" Uh yeah i'm I'm gonna play the sequel yeah easy easy
1: yes i will yes i uh, there's like another there's also like a spinoff that's like a seems like it's like an action game of some kind i'm not sure about like
3: an fps i don't know what's going on with that i haven't heard much about that i only know about uh, dream settler
1: yeah dream settler i'm definitely interested especially since in some ways i feel like i'm more tuned into the internet of 2003 but i like it a lot less so i'm really interested to see what that looks like Yeah, it, then I, I'm in high school. Like that's I, that's my senior year in high school in 2003. Um, one
3: of the one of the funniest parts of this game to me is when you get the 2000 update and the HypnoSpace logo it gets all round and like <laughs> <yes>. yeah, <laughs> it just gets flattened and all round instead of being like kind of a weird thing. Yeah, it's very good. Mm. And uh, what's your favorite bit of music in the game?
1: Oh, uh, uh, Chatterman! The Chatterman, Chowder Man. like the main Chatterman song. I just sat there and listened to the whole goddamn thing, and I was like, "This fucking rules!" This is like it was like <laughs> one of the first ten pages I landed on. I was just beside myself. I was like, "Man, this is it! This is what I'm looking I, for!" They
0: did it. I liked the Chatterman song on the Free Space Freelance. Yeah, the mm. re-
1: the one that's like
3: ready to shave or whatever. <laughs> 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 I Actually, kind of like that one. Yeah, I actually didn't dislike uh, the seepage song that Zayn has on his page either. It's like just <laughs> it's very like, generic. It's like rock.
1: really crappy, but yeah, there's something really charming about it. Yeah,
3: this this, this song is in like every uh, shitty Guitar Hero game.
1: The um, I will say though, the Stitcher song does fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> the Squishers song? Yeah, Squishers song. Yeah, yes. but it'll Squishers get you get right in are your head. Really cool,
3: <laughs> Squishers are so much fun yeah but i love it it's so stupid (laughs) um crystal wrote us a hypnospace email that says what is your favorite website that is just a bunch of nice html uh i like fantasyanime.com and warioland 3.com which i have looked at neither of these so
1: i was not prepped on the emails
3: what's that
0: uh, this is, this does look like a, just an old forum. Um, remember that Chrono Trigger website that I mentioned in my when y'all played Chrono Trigger for uh, abnormal mapping?
3: Uh, what was it? Chrono Compendium, maybe. That's a that's a good website. Em, did you want me to post the emails? I'm sorry.
1: Uh, I would like links to the things at least.
3: Oh yeah yeah here I I will give you. I'll put it in the journal updated channel.
1: Thank you. Fantasy anime. Let's Fantasy see. Fantasy anime looks man. like way
3: more um, this looks like way cleaner than I think about HTML
1: websites. These are definitely later than like I think yes. of when I think of the Um man, I wonder if it's still around. The there was a like Umbrella Castlevania website. That I used to visit a lot. That just yeah. had like a bunch of ripped sprites and everything. It was like black with like red text. It was very goofy, and and it's like I, not the. Like, I love that site.
0: Yeah, I, I think I know exactly the way. <laughs> or a very similar one. Uh, this is where I learned about things like v- uh, Vampire Killer and is, this, is it
1: just Castlevania Dungeon? It's, this is still around Castlevania Dungeon It might be this. That might be, it. that
3: might be it. The Wario Land three one that she sent is uh, premium. This is just good stuff.
1: Yeah,
0: how yeah. Castlevania dungeon. I know this website.
1: Um. Yeah, I think of the, when I interface with this, I think specifically of like old video. Before everything had a wiki, um, this is just how you found information about video games you liked.
3: Yes, I think I remember having one of these for Fire Emblem specifically, uh, but I don't. I cannot tell you what it was called.
0: Um. This, we, we recently found uh, 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 quite a nice site, the Silmarillion Writers Guild. Uh, we mentioned it on Bag End Book Club. Uh, it's just a website where people post Silmarillion fanfic and essays and summaries. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, I'm up. I gotta read an email. Yeah, it's I have my phone. I put my phone down. Ooh. The next email sent to us at Journal updated at gmail.com. Do you just want me yeah. to read it? This is okay. Gary's email. I can just read
1: it. This is Gary's email. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when I was a child, I got a physical book from the library that taught me basic HTML. I used this knowledge to make a website where I posted short stories on the road. Um, HTML styling tags I applied rendered the stories utterly unreadable over the repeating background images I chose. Sadly, so I can like <laughs> yeah. no longer find Child Me's website. Do you have fond memories of any internet ephemera you created the nearly as the internet? For it was called content. So in my Laguna thing, the thing i wanted is i didn't want frames because frames were like very out passe by the time i was making this website but i did want sidebar navigation without the frames and i was really interested in like forcing format through non-breaking spaces the problem is you can't functionally include a ton of non-breaking spaces in at least the HTML i knew without like the website just fucking flipping out um and it was just a nightmare. It was just, you had to, like, the answer was, like, I need to learn, like, invisible tables, but I wasn't, I was a child yeah. and didn't know how to do that. Um, <laughs> so I just could never get it looking right. I do, I do a thing that I thought would work and the whole thing would break and I wouldn't know how to fix it. It was just a lot.
3: I, um, I took a, I took an HTML class in, like, my freshman year of high school. Um, and I have retained zero of that. And by the, by the time, like, that was happening, we were mostly, like, we learned some very basic stuff. And then they were like, okay, let's use Adobe Dreamweaver. Uh, just to do stuff, and it's like this is cool, I guess. But I, I never ended up like finishing anything. The main thing we did in that class was like we would do our work, and then somebody installed uh, Unreal Tournament on every computer in that room. Uh, so we would just finish the work and then uh, have little LAN tournaments every day. So <laughs> uh, that was better than learning HTML. Nora, did you ever make a website?
0: No, never. Yeah, that's fair. I have one, I have like a WordPress, but like, nah, not like that. I also took an HTML class and retained none of it.
3: Yeah, taking an HTML class, and then uh, one time when I had first tried to go to like community college, I took a design, like a, I don't remember, I don't even know what program it was, but I tried to learn how to like, you know, make stuff in uh, a program, because I I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to make video games one day, that's not true, it's never going to happen. Um... But I was really bad at it, and I just stopped. (laughs) Just did not care for it.
2: Yeah, uh,
0: I think about learning this kind of thing every couple of months, and then I never actually do it. The problem is that you never want to
3: learn things, you just want to know things. I guess. It would be nice to just know things, but I like learning stuff. Learning's hard. Sure. <laughs> I don't okay. think it's that hard. Well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> next email.
0: <laughs> Our next email comes from... Well, hold on. It's not loading.
3: Do you, do you want why to is my uh, phone like this? Why is your phone like this? This email comes in from Shane. Uh, who says one of the favorite one of my favorite things on weird internet is looking at uh, B to D list actors' official websites? For example, Cat Chrisida, uh, Voice of Dee Dee has this gem and uh, linked uh, that website. If you could design your own ridiculous 90s ass website, what would be the notable features? Uh, PS Hypnospace Outlaw rules all hail granny butters hot butter ice cream, which is a nightmare. Uh, I haven't looked granny, at this website. Granny cream.
0: Granny Cream's hot butter ice cream, right? Oh, excuse me. Well,
3: I, I was just reading the email. I don't... Oh, this is a website. Oh, yeah. Look at this. <laughs> this is great. Look at this fucking Kit Kat. Damn. I love it. It's been... Well, I'm oh, my God. It turns side. into a diner. Oh, yeah. So good. I, I love yeah. shitty internet.
0: What do you think the most recent update to this website is?
3: I have no idea. Am are you
1: still there? Yeah, I'm here. I, okay. I, I was the muted picture. and was saying stuff like a fool. Um,
3: <laughs> <laughs> I anyway, was going to say, it, I keep seeing the thing light up and no words.
1: If I was going to. Um, what do I want? If I was going to make a 90s website, I think a lot of things that I'm like, think capture the aesthetic are just like you bet you don't do them for best practice reasons because nobody likes them like custom icons and like you know cursors and uh underplaying music like everyone blocks that shit through their browser now yeah because it was used too maliciously by too many websites i just want to turn my
3: cursor into a little gauntlet
1: Hmm. um when I got into VTubers, most of the VTubers have packs like cursor replacement packs, and I briefly had like the thing. It's like, what if I did that? And I was like, wait a second, I don't actually want. That's too much. I'm not trying to live yeah. this aesthetic. I just want my normal mouse cursor.
3: Yeah, it's it's not that fancy. I just don't want all that.
1: Yeah. Um, I can read the next one if you want. Nora, do you uh, have
3: the next one. It's okay. Uh, it's, okay. it's okay. I can I, I can read it. I'll read it. Sorry, my phone is just slow. And
0: it's open. fine. I'll
1: read it. It's fine.
3: It's okay. Me and M will just take the rest.
1: Yeah. Uh, Rick writes in Do you remember what the first website you got to online was? For me, it was the official Lego website because it was advertised in one of the backs of kits I was built. And I would have been about 10. It's a very fancy website. It took too long to load and look through. The second major one was going to the Cartoon Channel's new website to check when the episodes of the show I watched would be new and not repeats.
3: Oh, that's funny. Uh yeah I think I think mine was that Macromedia site I don't I don't know if it's still around or not probably not Uh, my
0: first interactions with internet was through Earthlink and they had like a kids browser with a monkey and you could get emails and the monkey you could click the monkey and the monkey would read the emails to you in case you couldn't read.
3: Oh, uh, quick shout out to the little hippie thing that'll read out any text to you in the game in the Microsoft <laughs> Sam voice. I love it. <laughs> but it'll also say things if you're idle, like
0: return to your post. Yes. Or I'm getting dizzy because it's a little skull spinning around. Yeah, it around. spins
3: around the screen. Um, I guess the first
0: website for me would have been not GameFAQs, but GameSpot. Uh, because I remember playing on my dad's Xbox and it wasn't kotor but it it was it might have been kotor it might have been Star Wars the Clone Wars not related to the cartoon of the same name um that I like was stuck on and he told me okay you know games stop well if you put game spot you'll get this website and then I found... Out that Game Facts and GameSpot were the same website, and I ended up just sticking to the Game Facts version of sure of of things, um, which is part of why I didn't know what podcasts were until 2013 because I didn't I wasn't like following like I was watching stuff on Giant Bomb and didn't know what a podcast didn't know they had a podcast for years.
1: Man, I learned of Giant Bomb because of podcasts. That's wild. <laughs>
0: And when I first started listening to podcasts, I didn't know how podcasts work, so I downloaded an MP3 every week and put it on my phone. Sick. That's basically
1: how podcast works.
0: Yeah, but they have a program to do it for you.
1: I yeah, oh, yeah. no, I would I would sync them to my iPod um, because I download them through iTunes.
3: Never had an iPod. I only ever had an iPod Shuffle, which is not very good. The little clip one.
1: No, I had I had a ipod the the video the first video generation i had a big one of those
3: oh yeah those things were huge
1: they were they were big yeah yeah i had that and then i, I didn't get a smartphone until <laughs> god um 2010 2011 something like that
3: I, same i i couldn't buy one until i was able to buy it myself my parents were not buying me a smartphone
1: it was it was even like I was on my own. I was. I had the money. I just was like, I have an iPod. I have an iPod, but then I had an iPod Touch, and I had a flip phone that was fine. I didn't really talk to people, so I'm like, I listen to my podcast on my iPod Touch. Why do I need a Why do I need a smartphone? Dumb, stupid. <laughs> I, didn't,
0: I didn't get a smartphone until like late 2012, early 2013, when I came back from Germany.
1: I was SMSing my tweets for the first couple years oh, when I wanted yeah. to tweet while I was out. I,
0: I had it set up that when I, I could text both Facebook and Twitter and and post in that way.
1: Wild, 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 wild.
3: I just thought I just thought Twitter was stupid when it first started, which it is. Oh, I was it way I was
1: into right, it, but now I was again. immediately way into it.
0: I eventually found
3: my older
0: Twitter account a few years ago and and shut that down.
3: Oh, yeah, Uh, I nuked my first Twitter account.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But um, I actually made two because I just forgot my login at one point and didn't want to recover it. So I just made a second one called The Real and then the at of my first
2: account.
1: (laughs) um, I'm on my original Twitter account. It's been renamed once. Yeah. and uh at one point i went through and just nuked every tweet from before 2013 because i was like i was not enough of a person to feel responsible for any of those messages at this point
0: (laughs) i think about doing that i think i did mostly did that from like 2016 back but
1: i mean i did this literally like five years ago at this point i honestly, i could probably do it again but i don't want to have to set it up it's yeah i I like paid for a service when i did it because you can't just do that
3: Yeah, I I every once in a while, I'm like, man, I should delete everything from like before 2017. Probably
1: my whole uh, like Randy and phase happened while I was on Twitter for like seven months where I was really obnoxious.
3: Yeah, we had a listen. We've all we've all had yeah, really exactly. bad times. Exactly. Online. I've been on it's Twitter. Fine.
1: I've been on Twitter for 14 years, I think. So
3: yeah, I uh, since I um I guess since I came out, I made a Twitter account like a locked Twitter account. That's what my main is now. Uh, so there's probably some real cringe shit back there in like 2014, 2015 that I don't want to be responsible for, yep. uh, but nobody's gone looking. So whatever. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I I mean, I also have 25 Twitter accounts at this point. Holy
1: shit. <laughs> oh my
3: God. <laughs> or more. I just have too many Twitter accounts. So my, oh. my grand blue fantasy burner just got banned, which sucks.
1: What, how'd that happen?
3: I don't know. I think they just, like, decided to start uh, banning people that were, like, spamming raid links.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Uh,
3: but it's there's no link. It's just, like, an eight-digit code you can type into Gramblue to get into my raid. Uh, and there's, like, websites that, like, congregate that stuff. Uh, so mm-hmm. if somebody's looking for a specific raid, it will pop up in their feed. But, yeah, I don't... I, it doesn't make any sense for why they... I guess they're just annoyed that people are using them. I don't know. But I'm not... I'm sure shit not linking it on main. Are you kidding me?
1: You should. Who's going to stop blast you? Who everybody? cares? Yeah. How often do you raid request?
3: Uh, a couple times a day.
1: Okay, maybe that's a little much. Yeah, it's a little. <laughs> no, trust me, it would be a little much.
3: There's a reason I had a burner.
1: <laughs> yeah, fair enough.
0: <laughs> I have several gimmick Twitter accounts that I don't know what to do with currently. Yes, you do. Uh, on top of like deprecated podcast accounts and stuff.
3: Yeah. Uh, last email. Yeah. Um, from Emrys. Oh, do you want to do it? Are you ready to read the email? Yeah. Okay. Uh,
0: Hope Emrys writes or Old Lady Emrys writes in. Hope Hypnospace was fun. One of the nice things about being in college in the late '90s was having a T1 line at my dorm. I remember Man. MetaCrawler was my search engine of choice and spending a lot of time on Buffy and Star Wars Usenet groups. The big things I remember most was getting a ton of MP3s from Audio Galaxy and downloading so many ROMs for for Genesis, MAME, and SNES. That's not the Super Nintendo emulator. It's not the good one.
3: Um, we may do okay. <laughs>
1: I, um,
0: I my first console growing up was SNES 9X. So SNES 9X you know. did not
1: exist back then. I don't think at this point.
0: It existed when I was a child.
1: Yeah, but not not in the area that Emerus is talking about here. Yeah, that's what we're talking um, about.
0: I know. I, I, just, I just have my thing.
1: So because I was, like, one of the AOL generation, Usenet is just, like, unfathomable to me. I'm like, man, that's, like, for olds. Um, but I definitely was downloading, like... Yeah, I mean, I was on Napster. Uh, I was, like, pre LimeWire. I was big into Napster. But I was downloading, like, video game soundtracks from shady MP3 websites, um, just like you do today sometimes. Kingdom Hearts Insider is still yeah. up inexplicably. Um, <laughs> and then uh, I wasn't playing Genesis games, but I played so much shit on Nesticle, because even old computers could run Nesticle. Um, yeah.
3: Yeah, no, I remember downloading GBA emulators and SNES emulators, and that was how I played most of the games I played.
1: Because I I couldn't Paradise. purchase them. Yeah, my first times playing all the original Mega Man, all of Castlevania, and all of Metroid were done on a keyboard because that's oh yeah, just what I was doing back then. Yeah, that's what you got.
0: Yeah, I played Link to the Past on a keyboard, and obviously all the other Super Nintendo games. But that's for some reason that's the main one I think of. Mm-hmm. Most of the
3: stuff I emulated was stuff I had already played before, uh, because. Uh, my parents, whenever they would get us a new console, they would uh, give the old one to somebody else, and I would not be able to play those games anymore. They would they would give everything else away, and it was like, this is the new thing, this is what you have now. Uh, so it was like, well, I wasn't really done playing that Pokemon game, but okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I ended up just replaying a lot of stuff on emulators. Uh, and I think that's it. Is there anything uh, anybody else wants to say about Hypnospace Outlaw or video games in general?
1: No.
0: Molly, I liked Hypnospace Outlaw, (laughs) but it didn't have enough swords in it.
3: Uh, then I can't help you. There's no other Hypnospace Outlaw that has swords in it. What video game should I play next month that has swords in it? Uh, the next month we're going to play Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, which is a game I did not recommend, for the record. Let, let the record show I did not choose this.
0: This we were is Nora's just for idea. Game, yeah. And I have never finished Sekiro and I was like, well, I might as well just make it the like worst context possible to force myself <laughs> to finish Sekiro. <laughs> uh, because I don't want to
3: disappoint people. You did. You're not finishing Sekiro is not a disappointment to anybody but yourself.
0: Well, it is if I make it a
3: podcast game. I guess that's true. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to care, but <laughs> I've I didn't uh, finish Radical Dreamers, a text game.
0: Yeah, uh, Sekiro, I've played it once or twice, but never finished it. You like it quite a bit.
3: I I have played this game. I think I've played it to completion seven times.
0: I've watched a video where a guy made a Steam account, bought Sekiro, and hundred percented it in time to get a refund. Yep, that's right. So clearly, I'm I've been practicing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> now yeah, you're, you're gonna be winner.
3: you're gonna be just as good as that guy. I'm sure. I'll swim through the air uh okay um let's uh let's wrap this up and then after that is dead space right that's right or did we switch that no, it doesn't matter that, uh, i think we switch
0: is dead space
3: because it comes out on halloween okay um yeah so then uh M. where can we find you on the internet
1: you can find me on Twitter at EM underscore being. You can find all of my podcasts at normalmapping.com mapping.com where this podcast lives. Uh, we do a game club called Normal mapping comes out once a month. We are about, to, it'll probably already be out. Actually. We always go before you We put out an episode on Riven, the sequel to mist next month. We're doing Ib, which is a uh, horror RPG maker game. Um, I think it's more creepy than outright horror. I hope because Jackson agreed to it. So, Oh, <laughs> yes. yeah. They knew. I was like, I don't think it's I don't think it's like nothing like jumps out of you, I don't think. I think you're just walking through creepy spaces. So we'll see. Yeah. Cool. Uh
3: Nora, do you want to plug anything?
0: You can find me on Twitter at NeitherNora, find stuff I've done at Nora And uh, you can go to exportaud.io to find the Patreon page for export audio, the podcast network that I run with Autumn, my wife. We do lots of podcasts. Um It's a good time. For a dollar, you get all of the podcasts in one feed, and you get some of them early. And then for $5, you get Pop Town Funk, where Autumn and I roll random Funko Pops and then watch movies or whatever uh, associated
3: with them. That's so true. Uh,
0: Last one we did was we watched an episode of The A-Team involving the game show Wheel of Fortune. And next up, we'll be watching Rock and Roll High School, which is a movie starring i believe the ramones not just featuring but starring the ramones as characters i assume um so who knows what'll be next
3: it could be anything it could be anything that has a funko pop a lot of things have funko pops a lot of things have funko pops unfortunately but not all the things you want no what about you molly uh, you can find me on Twitter at your friend Molly Y E R you can find me at audio We're doing totally reprised. It's always been cool. A show where we're watching all of twin peaks. Uh, we are, we are now officially in the return. Uh, and I can't believe I have to wait one week to watch each episode of this thing. It's going to kill me in real life. Um, and also on idle on Playtest, which when you hear this, uh, we'll be starting the last mini series, um, to be released before we do like proper season three, which is gonna be ska and disco, it's gonna be a good time. I'm very excited to to start getting those out there. Um and oh, yeah. uh you can listen to the Amory score at INEEDMayo.com, which is also on audio or not audio entropy, on Abnormal Mapping Network, um, that me and Jackson do. You we were talking about Coe and Cambria. It's good. <laughs> Even if the band isn't <laughs> the music is great. The everything else is not good. <laughs>
0: I'm the person who likes the first album best.
3: I know. Yeah, you're a fucking weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, no the, you, nobody else is like that. Zero people are like that. What can I say? It's just I'll a,
0: admit I haven't I haven't listened to
3: all the albums, but well maybe yeah. you should you'll find a better favorite. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah. And I think that's all the stuff I have to plug. And we already did the abnormal mapping plug because M was here. Uh, so was there? This, this was the pod. This was the pod. This was the pod. This was the pod. Um, is the journal updated? This this journal is so updated. I'm okay, logging good. it. I just yeah, just wanted to check. No, it's uh, it's very updated. Okay, good. Um. Bye Bye see you next month for Sekiro That was the wrong button I hit leave call Instead of instead of. Granny
2: creams hot butter ice cream We take the hot butter mix it with the ice cream Freeze it up cool you can see it On your screen put it in your microwave Make it real hot like a soup or a dip We call it heat and sip Very tasty and healthy too a butter ice cream